Welcome. To Arcade Audio. This week's episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. Sitting next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. My nose is all messed up. You're so gross. No, I don't know if it's like the weird. hairs or the boogers inside it's of them. Probably but... all of the above. No, but like I don't have any boogers in there. I'm sure you do. Your nose is very large. They must be hiding somewhere. What? And you don't have Jimmy Hoffa inside your big gaping hole in between your nose and your chin? I'm surprised I can even see either one of them. Mm-hmm. Because you engulf entire human beings with okay. that fucking trap. Mm-hmm. Happy November, everybody. Yeah, real happy. The year is almost over. Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. It is November 3rd, 2023. If you're new here, we're married, which means we make fun of each other a lot just to get through the day. Um, also to get through the days and the weeks and the years and the months, the decades... We, uh, we watch, watch a lot movies. of movies. We have a lot of movies. We gotta watch them somehow. Yeah, I knew what I was doing, so thank you for interrupting me. Um, That's highly doubtful. Do you even do you even listen to what I say sometimes to like be able to verbalize back a thought that would equal a conversation? Yes. Because what you just said made no goddamn sense. Of what I was saying. That's not true at all. What but you were saying made no goddamn sense. I make total sense? You make no sense. Don't smile at me with your fucking Stonehenge fuck worth of teeth. Um, Is that all that you have? That's all that you can do? Yes, because I can just do it at the drop of a fucking hand. Yeah. Oh, well, you should do improv. You're so funny. I did do improv. Mm-hmm. And the biggest regret I have is ever teaching you it because it's, uh. a, it's a blemish on my record. Sure. Uh, so, sure. we've had really stressful and busy weeks. <laughs> uh, we are recording this on Friday. Um, our, we were always like kind of ahead of ourselves over the past few weeks since we've moved to Sunday. And uh, we don't have that luxury anymore just because, number one, we rented Super Smash Brothers uh, Ultimate from the library. And it has dominated our lives. Just as I've dominated you in that game. Oh, please. And we've been doing that a lot and catching up on other TV. And, of course, this past week was Halloween as we are kind of finishing our celebration of the month of October and Halloween with today's episode. It was originally supposed to be uh, done last week's episode or just earlier in the month. But we didn't get a chance to do it. But it's more so a... A fall movie, not necessarily strictly a Halloween movie. Sure, sure. Um, but we had, I, I would say, since Jillian has been alive, our best trick-or-treating outing yet. Would you, would you agree? Yeah. I mean, not in terms of, like, what we got. I mean, we still got a lot of stuff. We, we got a to, lot of stuff. I feel like to, we've gotten more before. Well, we've gone... We walked quite a bit. I mean, 
I think we walked probably a couple miles. That also was the first year where we didn't, like, hear her complain about, my legs hurt or my feet hurt, or we brought a cart she could ride it. Like, she was able to just do it. Also, it didn't help. She was wearing very comfortable shoes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in case we didn't mention it already, uh, Jillian was Western Barbie. I was skating Ken. Uh, we both absolutely nailed it in terms of our, our hair and our costumes. You're welcome. Yep. Samantha was going to be Weird Barbie. Which was absolutely the most fitting thing ever. Yes. Uh, also the most fitting thing ever. She dragged her feet on ordering her costume. I did not drag my feet on ordering it. It just didn't come in when it was supposed to. But supposed had to be you here. ordered it. No, still wouldn't Several have come days in. before. Still wouldn't have come in because it was coming from Hong Kong. Did you get your refund yet? Yes. Okay. Uh, her costume didn't arrive, so we had to improvise something. Uh, so she's still kind of weird, Barbie. Um, but we also threw some Oppenheimer in there, namely a hat and a tie. So she was weird, Barbenheimer, aka just a, an odd-looking lady that was following Jillian and I around for two hours. Yeah, and uh, and a big fuck you. To you. Why? Christopher oh, Mullen. right, yeah. Because you claim to be this badass, you're such a good improviser, and you're so good, and you suck so much. I didn't even remember it's not, that you had kept the fucking thing. You're supposed to have the photographic you memory. You should be the one that's, no, I You're don't supposed know. to have the photographic memory, and you're supposed to be the clever one. And we start walking 10 minutes, and, uh, and you mentioned that you still had the horse costume. And I was like, oh, you could have been the patriarchy of Barbie. You're the worst, Burr. You, I, you, normally, full disclosure, we're awful people. We return the Halloween costumes that we buy, because we're never going to wear them again. This year, I was like, nope, the skating king costume is so comfortable and outrageous. Gonna, you're going to wear it on every cruise. But also, it didn't help that we... Emptied two spray cans full of hair dye on Jillian Arn, and that shit was, you know, kind of all over the place. So we wouldn't be able to take them back anyway. But uh, we got through it. It was fine. We had a great time. Jillian had a great time. Everyone going, hey, Barbie, hey, Ken, was an awesome experience. Um, but I'm glad Halloween but is my, my favorite part of, of us going around the neighborhood is all the people who kept saying to you, Groovy. That's so 80s because they totally did not know. Those are the people that went and saw. There were so many mid to late 40s, early 50s white men. Who who definitely went to see um, Oppenheimer and slash or The Sound of Music. Sound of Music. The Sound of Freedom instead of Barbie and thought that you were just dressed in like an 80s costume. Without getting too uncouth, there were plenty of people who was like, why is that guy going as, a, as an effeminate man with his daughter for Halloween? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, besides that, the week has been an absolute total shit show. Um, the worst. I had, I had arguably one of the worst days of my life on Wednesday. <laughs> oh my God. Just from... It was so bad. I'm going to give everyone a very, very quick high-level overview. I was stuck at Jiffy Lube for almost two hours because there was a defect on my car they wouldn't let me leave for. Smash cut to the end of the story. Me arguing with the district manager of Jiffy Lube outside of my place of business as he's trying to convince me to pay this bill I'm not going to pay because it was not my fault. What had happened uh, after them having to Uber me to work, uh, I had an ink cartridge explode on my like one of my favorite polos and I had to wear this shitty discarded t-shirt. It's the only other shirt in the building I could wear. Two major projects of work I've been working on, both... 
almost went up in total flames because people are incompetent and don't know what the fuck they're doing. Uh, am I missing anything? I was tired as shit because it was the day after Halloween. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was sore. I, I, had to, I knew I had to come home and fucking uh, either run or work out, uh, which was neither thing I wanted to do. Just like I'm remembering I have to do one of those things tomorrow. Um, yeah, just, just an all time. Oh, we had... Um, oh, no, that was Tuesday. What were you thinking? I was like, we had the trees trimmed. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, it's just been, just been one of those, one of those weeks, so we're finally getting around to recording the podcast, which, you know, this should alleviate, would have alleviated any of those things, because this is such, like, a light, sweet, you know, innocent movie, but I don't want to talk about this movie when any of those things have happened, and it sullies, you know, it's good name and it's, and it's good vibe, so... Uh, I don't believe we've watched anything as of late besides... I don't remember the last time we... It's been a, a couple weeks, I think, since we recorded. I think so. Uh, I'll promote our Patreon again. Patreon.com slash Arcade Audio. Because uh, of, as soon as things start to calm down, which probably won't be in the month of November, uh, for December maybe we'll have a little gift, uh, a couple gifts for you guys on the Patreon. Namely, uh, some Anthony's new favorite weekend pastime, which mm-hmm. is just get rip shit... And watch whatever Neil Breen movie we can find on YouTube. Uh, we might have already mentioned we watched Twisted Pair, but I know we haven't mentioned that we watched Fateful Findings, perhaps his most infamous movie that he's done. We, uh, yeah. We, yeah, like that's the one that we knew of first. And like actually watching it from beginning to end Bizarre. was Bizarre. fucking something. Is bizarre. Uh, so we did just as we did for the Birdemic uh, sequels, live thoughts to it as we watched it. So we're gonna put those up on Patreon um, for your listening. I think that's literally the only thing that we've watched since, right? We haven't been back to the movies. Um, I'm I'm anxious. I'm excited to get out and yeah, same. do that. Can, can you not just be logging into your game center and playing games you, as we're sitting here and trying to have a conversation and do a podcast? I'm having a conversation with you. I know, you but and like, you, okay. could, you could look at me. You, we could talk like human beings. They don't know if I'm looking at you. I know. You don't have to come up with a constant excuse as to you being in the wrong in this. Okay. Thank you very, very much. Um, I'm dying to get... Sit. I don't see Killers of the Flower Moon. Uh-huh. I'm di- what, what? No, I'm I'm listening. You were about to interrupt me and no, say I something. No, I'm saying uh-huh. Uh-huh. uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. The killer, the David Fincher movie, starts. What? It's just your. It's just. It's just your face. <laughs> okay. You're looking at me like you have anything else on your mind. No, I'm and just you're about to say something at else. You. Oh my gosh! I can't win. Wish I should close one eye and keep one eye open. Well, I can only that... technically see one eye because this couch is in the way there. There you go. <laughs> uh, do you want to see the killer? David Fincher's the killer. Not if it's with you. Can you honestly answer the question so I know if it's something mm. that I can watch? Uh... You can do whatever you want. My God! This week's movie is Wallace and Gromit, The Curse of the Were Rabbit. Let's just talk about the movie and get this done, huh? There we go. Yay. It's your turn to read the box. Go ahead. This was your nominated movie. 
This was because I did want to watch this with Jillian. She had watched this at at camp yeah, or she, something, and um, she likes them. Uh, she likes the stop motion or cl- claymation, whatever you want to call it. Uh, stop motion animation. Yeah, I know, but there it's the clay. Uh, claymation is always stop motion because it's clay. So there's well, no other way to fucking do it. You nig- n- ignoramus. <laughs> Excuse me. I couldn't me. decide between. Excuse me. I couldn't decide between nincompoop and ignoramus, and I almost lost friends. <laughs> A friend. Wallace and Gromit: The Curse of the Were Rabbit. The flat out funniest movie. Oh, I have to read that from the creators of Chicken Run. Thank you. The flat out funniest movie in dogs' years says Richard Corliss. Time. An ingenious, witty, wonderful film, says Leonard Maltin, Entertainment Tonight. From the Academy Award-winning creators of Wallace and Gromit comes one of the most enjoyable family films of the year, says Jeffrey Lyons, NBC. When their town's prized produce starts disappearing, our cheese-loving inventor and his savvy canine companion must use all their wildly imaginative inventions to try to capture a mysterious beast of epic and fluffy proportions. Hailed as a terrific family movie, says Russ Leatherman, CNN and MoviePhone.com. Those are two very different credits. And whimsical, funny, and endlessly inventive, says Roger Ebert, Eber and Roper. The Curse of the Were-Rabbit is a hair-raising, hair is H-A-R-E, adventure for the whole family. You will laugh yourself silly, says Peter Travers, Rolling Stone. Excellent job. Thank you. Thank you so much. Had you seen this before? Yes. So I, I'd only seen this once before. Uh, uh, in kind of in a funny way, this came out our freshman year of college. No, oh, I don't think I want to know this story. Oh, no, no, no. no. It's, it's, it's a fine story. Oh. Okay. Uh, my partner in movie watching crime... Freshman year was Tony Colt, former guest on the show, and unofficial third host of the Blank Slate right here in Arcade Audio. So um, we would go to the movies and fucking see anything. It felt like almost on a weekly basis. So we went out one night. We wanted to see the uh, the uh, independent film Everything is Illuminated, starring Elijah Wood. Mm. And the movie started maybe three minutes and totally broke the fuck down. Oh, God. I think it was us and, like, two other people in the theater. That was all it was. Um, so they came in and were like, it's not going to get fixed. Um, we can either get you guys passes or you can go see any of these movies that are about to start right now. So Tony and I looked at the kind of list and he's like, I'm going to go see Wallace and Gromit, The Curse of the Were-Rabbit. I was like... I love Chicken Run. Chicken Run, I think, is a very, very fun movie. Mm-hmm. I didn't really. I knew of Wallace and Gromit, but I'd never seen anything else of them. So I was okay. like, "Sure, fuck it, why not? Let's just be two men in their two grown eighteen, nineteen year old men, yeah, by themselves going to see Wallace and Gromit: The Curse of Wherever at. And we had a fine time. It was it was a blast. That's just, which is why we own this movie. Because I'm like, yeah, this this is good. I I maybe have. The least amount of notes I've ever had in my entire life for this podcast. Those are your really? notes? No, this is the IMDb oh, trivia. Oh, I just saw you fucking scrolling. Oh, yeah, and no, I was no, like, it's Jesus. the IMDb trivia. There um, was one I wanted to look for to read. What? 
I had read it before, and I wanted to find it again to read it. Oh, the in trivia? the parameters of the show, oh. yes. So funny. The, so there's not a lot to say about this movie, because it's just... I mean, look. It's, it's, it's simply it's, it's, good. It's, it's, right, it's simply good. I mean, it's this stop-motion style is great. You've got, like, these wholesome characters. You've got a classic story. You know, it's not like you can't predict what's going to happen in terms oh, of... Oh, sure. You know, yeah. who, who is going to happen. But you've got, you know, you've got all of the pieces. you got the adventure. You've got the romance. You've got cheese. I mean, what more could you ask for? Samantha, what? has there ever been a, char- a, a fictional character... That has encapsulated your very essence no. any more no. Wa- than Wallace. Wallace is my spirit animal. Right. He is He's just... Hid che- he has cheese hidden in several different places. He is places. just a big-nosed, big-mouthed British twit yeah. that loves fucking cheese. Yeah, that's, that's who I am on the inside. <laughs> that's who you are on the outside, I hate to oh. tell you. <laughs> wow. You are... You are you are, and I am Gromit, except Gromit doesn't no, yeah, fucking yeah, you're speak. you're a little bitch. No. Are, That's what it is. Are you going to slander Gromit? No, I slander Gromit you. is a fucking I slander badass. you. Do you want to know the first thing I wrote down on my list? Is there a way that we can make Gromit the MVP? Because he is the MVP of the movie for me. Gromit is fucking hilarious without making a single noise in this movie. He is... Somehow, the perfect straight man funny man at the same time. I think we can't make him the MVP. Cause, Why not? I mean, we, we have had minor deviations from the norm with MVPs and LVPs. For South Park, we gave it to Kenny instead of just giving it to Trey Parker. Because Trey Parker and Matt Stone essentially voice Everyone. 99% yeah. of the characters. Uh, we had the hyenas, the LVP, and Life of Pi. We had a can of Dinty Moore for Food Fight. Um, there, there's been certain things. I mean, that, that we can get, we can argue with that later. But I was making sure uh, that your comment about Grandma was just. No, no, it was just to call you a bitch. That was all. But he's it was. a male dog, so you're not even clever or funny when you're doing. Well, no, that. I am clever and funny because you're still a little bitch. That's that's. Like a second grade insult. So good, good for you. Uh, Something that's always impressed me about these movies, well, several things, just the the painstaking amount of effort and work it takes. Oh my god! For stop motion, ridiculous. Uh, I I don't know if I've been on the record as saying that one of my favorite shows of all time, and definitely my favorite show throughout middle school with celebrity deathmatch. Um <laughs> it's just really fucking funny and it's also incredibly impressive and I have a bootleg DVD of it that drives me nuts and I can barely watch it anymore because of of how poorly put together it is. But in between some of the the matches they have on there, they do have some of the behind the scenes stuff and like they will show you like Okay, it, this today is just going to be mouth work. Like we just, today, yeah. we just have to change this mouth over and over again. Yeah, it's it's, it's crazy. It boggles my mind that it can look and feel as as cool and real as and it is. And put together right, and you don't even realize how long it takes. Yes, yeah. 
but what I more so was referencing uh, initially about uh, how impressive it is is this is a G-rated movie. There, this is fine for any age from mm-hmm. two to two hundred twenty-two, and it's just wholesome. But it is still laugh out loud funny in so many instances because you kind of touched on it a minute ago. It is just a classic premise and setup of buddies you know dog and owner friends uh people at work like what how whatever like mm-hmm. cliche duo exactly, you want to have exactly. and they have no conflict whatsoever there's no like separation or having to like reconcile there's no uh worry at all about who these characters are and what they're going to, to necessarily do to one another and have to like make up. It's just a, it's just a fine experience. It's just, it's just, yeah, it's just classic and it's just very down to earth, you know, like they don't try to put too many frills on it. They keep it simple. Like you said. And I think that that's really special about it. And to go back to the point you were making about Gromit, I mean, the fact that, they're able to convey what they convey with him all all through like body language and and facial, facial expression. expressions and stuff. I mean, that's that's when you know it's a good movie. And you know again, something you kind of mentioned already, you know where it's going. Like even if you haven't seen it like okay, they're framing it to where you can't yeah. see what the bunny is. Yeah, yeah, and so you know the swerve. Yeah, you, Mm-hmm. Is many, that he's the he's the wear rabbit? One hundred and twenty five. That is somehow more. That is like more than. That is literally one a minute. This movie is an hour and twenty five minutes. There, this movie was nonstop. This movie kept it going. Not wait for Jane. I've already told you with this Toddy done. and all the veg. I'm sorry. Not the veg. The veg. Which made this movie very dirty. The Vicar. What? <laughs> no. Uh, I just noticed Hans Zimmer did the music for this. That's very funny. I mean, come on, man. Hey. Uh, everything being said, I also give the movie kudos for the fact that it does cater to the adults a little bit in very innocuous ways with gags and jokes that will go over a kid's head. But it's not winking and nodding so much where kids can be a little suspicious or adults might have to explain. So, like, may contain nuts when, like, he's holding it in front of himself when he's naked. Or there's, like, a coin purse reference at one point. Or, like, like the cotton candy hair. Like, that stuff is, again, innocent fun that anybody's going to laugh at, whether it be a kid giggling and they don't know the root of it, or an adult laughing because, like, well, that's just kind of, like, that that's one for us, you know. And if we have to sit through this, well, at least we're enjoying it. But like Jillian loved it, and I didn't have to uh, bemoan the experience because right, right, right. it's not pandering and it's not talking down to either member of the audience. And nowadays, that's definitely the case with ninety percent of animation that's out there. Yeah. Um. Now, I guess my only negative 
or like critique I would have is that it maybe is those things to a fault where like I think this is pretty disposable. So like this is only the second time I've seen this movie in almost twenty years. And like watching I was like, yeah, I don't you know. I, I wouldn't put this on to have a rip rolling good time. Mm-hmm. It's just it just kind of exists in the ether, and it's just kind of there. This not, it, it it serves its purpose. It does what it, it does. Right. Um. This did win best animated feature in what was a very very weak year because this was two thousand and five. I think this was two thousand and five. So this is I think car the year of cars. Oh no, wait, two thousand five. What was this nominated against? Hold on. I looked it up because I was like, I'm pretty sure this won Best Animated Feature. And then it did, and I was like, what the fuck did it be? That's a weird-ass year. And I think it was the first time that Pixar had not won. Um, Best Animated Feature? Really going to make me go to the full fucking... This is absurd. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Academy Award for Best Animated Feature. Thank you. Just fucking tell me. All right, 2005. Yeah, it won against Corpse Bride and Howl's Moving Castle. Wow. Which probably, you know, in retrospect, both those movies, I think, have bigger audiences than than the others. Um, 2005 in animation. uh, What was the big summer movie? Hold on, I'm looking. So Madagascar was 2005. Um, What was... Was there not a fucking... Pixar movie in 2005? That's really weird. You're asking the wrong person. Cars, I I think, I'm almost positive Cars was 2006. Cars. Yeah, it was 2006. Yeah, so it it was a weak year, but I I don't think that says anything about the movie itself. Right. Um, Was it, also I meant to check, was that the first time Disney had not won so no, sorry. The first one did the first one Disney to win. It was Shrek. Shrek beat Monsters Inc. They did win the first two, because then Spirited Away won. Then it was Finding Nemo. Then The Incredibles. Then this. So, yeah. So Disney went two for five. Wow. And let me guess. Then they won. Nope. Then that was Happy Feet. One, two, three, four. And then they ripped out four in a row. Because then it was uh, Ratatouille, Wally, Up, and Toy Story yeah. three. Yeah. <laughs> Pixar was like, man, fuck y'all. We're getting our bag finally. And then. Uh, and since then, Disney won every year but one, two, three. Oh, wow. Yeah, so since 2010, the only time Disney has lost this award is uh, 2011 with Rango. Uh, that actually wasn't even a Disney movie nominated. I think that was the Cars 2 year. Mm. And then we had 2018 for Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which was The Incredibles 2, Ralph Breaks Internet year. So those, again, was a weaker year. And then uh, last year for Pinocchio, when uh, the only Disney nominee was Turning Red. And they ain't went into this year either, because they have you have Spider-Verse and the Miyazaki movie and... What's the dis and Ninja Turtles? Oh yeah. What was the Disney movie this summer? Was there one Elemental. animated? Oh yeah, oh, I might get nominated, and then I don't know what the, the deal with the list. But anyway, the point being, all those movies that I just mentioned that were non-Disney, right? Pinocchio, Spider Verse, uh, Rango, Happy Feet. This, you know, the only two. 
that really kind of stand up in the lexicon of animation are Shrek and Spider-Verse. The rest of them are kind of are very very good movies as far as I know. I, I will never watch Happy Feet, but why not? Is he fucking penguin singing Don't and we dancing? Have it? Don't I own Happy Feet? Do you know me? Have you met me before? What about me says I bought Happy Feet? I can think of a few. Look things. at my feet. Do my feet look happy? No. Exactly. No part of you is happy. Um, do you have any critiques or problems with the movie? No. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Classic Samantha. Oh, shut the fuck up. You know how agonizing it is to do this with you sometimes? Probably just as agonizing as it is. To live with you on a daily basis. Do it with you. Yeah. To set you up with a, a question and allow you to actually speak and share your thoughts and opinions and you just say like one word. What? Never felt more like fucking Tope in my entire fucking life. Fucking mm. female, fucking Jewish RJ Mills next to me. Uh, Excuse me. MVP and LVP. Let's just whip this along. Um, oh, no, I was going to talk oh, about Oh, go ahead no, then. No, 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 you're fine. Let's talk about MVP and LVP. You wanted to make Gromit the, the MVP, so let's go, let's go with it. Do you have anybody else? I, I, um... I mean, it's very hard in this kind of movie, and I think we may have talked about this with other animated films that we've done, to distinguish from, like, the character, just because it's all character, you know, in this kind of film especially. Um, I think the voices fit the characters really well, overall. I like Wallace. So if you weren't going to give me Gromit, it would In be Wallace of... for me. I mean, I think he's just very, just like almost angelic. Very, I, I don't, I hate to like keep repeating the word simple, but I think that was such a great word to surmise like this movie and like the this whole. He's just an affable, he's just, he's just a... dim, nice guy. He's just a nice guy. Yeah. And I think he plays it really well. And I think he plays off of like, like the toddy really well and like you know the rabbits and you know talking to gromit and gromit not talking back when also you know kind of the hijinks that he gets into being you know the were rabbit spoiler alert and also he's kind of got a a double uh double role here because he's also the voice of the rabbit (laughs) that he's uh hutch the rabbit that he is um accidentally mind swapped. Yes. Uh, I would also give Ray Fiennes a shout, I think. Yeah, Ray Fiennes is very I mean, Ray Fiennes is just fantastic in anything that he does, but I like when he can be in something a little bit more light-hearted because, you know, he's always tackling pretty heavy and heady sort of things. So I I like him, but, I mean, for me, I I don't... I, I, I mean, Gromit is classic silent film... Fucking comedic yeah, excellence, yeah. like absolutely, absolutely. It's it's also very, very charming to see a character like him because while he is also, you know, very, very funny and expressive uh, in terms of the enjoyment and the, the 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 entertaining parts of the movie, he does an equally good job. Or 
they do an equally good job of making him also kind of the heart and soul of it. And like you yeah. see his body language and his demeanor when, you know, he kind of uncovers the truth and he's worried about his master. He's worried about the town. Yeah, he it's wants all with the, those eyebrows. It's all in the eyebrows and even yeah. just the eyes and like like his speed and whether just he's like he's working how... fast and hard to save or fix something or if he's being trepidatious to make sure that something's being taken care of. And like, like, I love how it frames it, too. Like, it'll frame, like, him at the side, just, like, looking. Mm -hmm. Something's happening. And then, like, he just, like, turns. And, like, you you get it. Oh, absolutely. Um, all right, so we're going we're gonna to go with Gromit. We're just going to give it to Gromit straight up. One of the, 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 the rare cases. Good thing we don't have that controversial... MVP award you never could fucking understand um, because he would probably be a nominee here. Yeah, I just don't get it. That's why we don't do it anymore. Um, LVP. This is a very, very hard one. Because this is hard because, I, I mean, I, it, it is hard to find fault in this movie because it is just so good-natured, right? And, and that includes, I think, the LVPs. I think... I think everybody, like I said before, like I think I felt like the voices all fit the characters. I like I, Helena Bonham Carter fits like a glove. Oh, and kind does of, so well. She always has this, you know, slightly over the top madcap energy to her. But I think it, it fits so well here it with does. this lady who likes to dress up like vegetables. Yep. You know. I like the guy that plays the constable. I thought he was funny. I like the guy that plays the vicar. Same thing. I thought he yeah. was rightfully Wallace over the top. Wallace is good. If I had to name somebody, I'm going to go with Edward Kelsey as Mr. Growbag. Who's the, that? Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's the wrong one. Uh, who is the angry one? No, I think that is him. Yeah. Mr. Growbag. He's like the... He was the guy that had the mole on his nose. Every time he was involved, he's like... Mah! He was a little, like, more grouchy than I usual. I don't think I remember He, he was maybe character. had, like, five or six lines. But he would okay. kind of come in as... A cantankerous member of the the council related to the uh, the vegetable growers uh, mm -hmm. contest. Okay, and it just was a very cliche like, oh, he's an old man and he's not very happy with what's going on type of okay. portrayal performance that was really grasping at straws. So sure. that that's all that I had. So we'll go with we'll go with him. Um, being of the British persuasion. Yes. Have you seen any other Wallace and Gromit things or any other of the Ardman products? Um. Or does your family have, perhaps have any love? I think these are newer. From you know, my family. I'm pretty sure these started like a long time ago. Like in the eighties. Uh, well, the seventies. Because my my parent my family moved to America and. The, in 73, so... So Ardman started in 72. Yeah, so, I mean... Um, they're most... I mean, they really got kind of started... The first uh, Wallace and Gromit... Uh, the first two to win awards for Best Animated Short, uh, The Wrong Trousers, which I've seen, was in 93, and then A Close Shave was 95. Yeah, so I think really... I've seen them, but I was young. I think my mom has seen them all. Like, of course we have, like, a fondness, right? For it, and they make a cup of tea and stuff, you know, like, yeah, of course, man, we get it. Um, I mean, the, the two that people are going to be most familiar with are obviously going to be... Chicken Run. Chicken Run, 
And, uh, flushed away, but that was computer animated, even though I think they did a really, really good job of still... Kind of encapsulating what... They stylized it in yeah, a way yeah. that immediately mm-hmm. identifies mm-hmm. it as an Ardman product. If I'm not mistaken, I believe this year on Netflix is the release of Chicken Run 2. Um, they also really? done the, they've also done the Shaun the Sheep movies, which like inevitably get nominated for an Oscar even though nobody actually sees them. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure Chicken Run 2 comes out on Netflix this year. Uh, Chicken Run, Dawn of the Nugget, premieres uh, on Netflix December 15th. Yes, uh, it is a direct sequel to Chicken Run. That's they hilarious. replaced Mel Gibson wisely with, I believe, Zachary Le- Levi. Um, yeah, it's got a great cast. Uh, Thandie Newton, uh, Peter Serafinovitz, Nick Muhammad, Miranda Richardson, Amanda Stalton. Very cool. Yeah, so they just kind of keep chugging right along. Like, they... I'm looking through just to make sure I'm not missing anything. That's like, oh, and they also supported, you know, <laughs> like Great. They, they, yeah, they they seem to be, for lack of a better term, one of the good ones. Good, and it shows in their their movies and their products. I would say just from like looking at these rabbits, man, I think that uh, they should sue fucking. Let me see whoever made uh, uh, fucking. The rabbits things. <laughs> oh yeah. Like the rabbits are a little bit more like like bug eyed and stupid than the rabbits. Yeah, but, but no, like, that's how I see it. I mean, I don't know if these. I I don't know because that started with Rayman. I think that's the video game character. I think the rabbits kind of came from. Um, okay. So I don't know if that existed before this, but uh, yeah, it's, I guess there's only so many ways you can make like a claymation a rabbit. rabbit. Sure. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I I'm bad at clay anyway. I'm glad that so Jillian still likes playing with like play doh and stuff, um, but not that much. And every time she wants to, I'm just like, oh, I got anything else to do. Like yeah. I just have never liked clay or mold. Like number one, I'm not good at it. Number two, it stinks. It's because your hands are too big. I'm just well. Sure, I don't know. <laughs> like, if you did like pottery and like had like a big I lump of something, don't care. I'm a big lump of something already. Yeah, so what we, do know. I need to, we all what know. What do I need to work with a lump of something? It's difficult. Yeah, well, that's sorry, not sorry. Uh, we already said this was going to be a shorter episode because again, this is this is Walsingham Around the Curse of the Were Rabbit that we watched about a week ago, and there, there's not a lot to break down in terms of. You know, meaning and message and anecdotes and stories. It's then we've got a guy who's whose brain gets swapped with a rabbit and wreaks havoc on a town. They got to fix it. You know. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I will also shout out about the movie doing particularly well is uh, like there are two or three really really big action pieces in this movie. Like the the scene where Gromit is like essentially chasing the were rabbit for the first time through the town. And then I would split up the climax of the movie into like two kind of pieces when you have the the hunter character, mm-hmm. you know, trying to chase down the were rabbit and yeah. bring him in, and then the the ultimate, like you the, know, final the, piece where they're at the 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 festival and you know they're trying to yeah you know save the day, like 
it, it's so well done. <laughs> and it's fucking just clay figures. It's really well done. Put together, it's you know, it, it is. at it's, however many frames a second. It's great. There's not Rich and I have had this conversation before, particularly. And they had a cheese tent. And they so, had a cheese yeah. tent. Particularly like 15 years Big ago fan. when the superhero movement really kicked into high gear and there were so many cases and it really rang true with like the Christopher Nolan like Batman movies of a struggle to accurately film action and fight scenes and have it be enjoyable to watch from a visibility standpoint. Yeah. And we always said like animation does it so much better because you're just able to sketch it and plot it out in a totally coherent way. Yeah. And this movie highlights that perfectly is that, yeah, you can do it even when it's just fucking figures yeah. and pictures. Oh, absolutely. Compared to why can't you find a way to steady what you're doing with actually human beings movement, moving and make it, you know, not just eye-crossingly excruciating. So, yeah. Give them even more... A- absolutely. I mean, and the fact that, like you said, like they have to do like, they have to just incrementally move the things to make one frame. And it, it could be like, they're just doing the mouths for the fight and that could take a week, right? Like it's just insane to think of the scale that, that, that they work on. Um, epic patience. Epic pa- I could not... Do that. No, I, I, I've been trying to have a conversation with you for 41 minutes, and I'm trying to get to the finish line as quick as possible. So to literally have the patience to film a hundred, a hour and 25-minute movie of just basically guys in a room doing all this mm-hmm. is, is, is preposterous. So. Yeah. Uh, anything else on Wallace and Gromit, The Curse of the Were-Rabbit? I liked the Lady Bunny gimmick. Bunny love was Bunny was, love was, was strong. Good. Yep, good Bunny love. I like that. That's about it. It's, I think we covered everything. It's clever. It's funny. It's engaging. Yeah, it's got good action. It's Julie a good time. liked it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You nominated it, so I'll score it first. I I, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> it's it is a a good time for everybody in the family. If you don't like this movie, I can understand like you watching this and being like, it's not for me, but I would really, really argue with somebody for them to name like five things they don't like about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're just nitpicking to the point of being an asshole. Um, Right. And I know that there are people who just don't like the, Stop motion sure. style. So then that's one. That yeah. What else? And then I get right. that. That's why you could be like, I don't want, just don't want to watch in general. Okay. Sure. But if you actually sit down Fine. and watch it, if you have that your one thing, I challenge you to f- not be able to climb over any other hurdle you could throw at me. Yep. Exactly. From actually watching. Exactly. So, no. Same page. Yeah. I'm going to give this an eight. Oh, I'm giving it an eight and a half. Right, so eight point two five. 
for wall syndrome and the curse yeah. of the werewolf. I mean, and it's just good fun. Like I could, you could just put Wallace and Gromit on. Like the dynamic is just one that you could watch, whether it's this movie or any of the other movies or or anything. It's just, you know, it's just it's just fun. And they've got, like you said, they've got the good pops for like the grown ups. They have things that are gonna make everyone laugh. Yeah. You know, they got lots of different cheeses. I'm happy. And Jilly liked it. That's the most important thing. Jilly liked it and it has cheese. I'm surprised you didn't give it like a fucking 12. Uh, I would if I could. So next week will probably be our random movie in the Valley of Ella. And then... Uh, I forgot we had to watch that. Trust me, me too. And then uh, we're going to watch Jillian's movie. She's going to be picking that movie tomorrow. So we'll reveal what it is on next week's episode. Then we have Batman Mask of the Phantasm coming down the pike. And we also have um, our... Our quote unquote bad or weird holiday movie, Love Lights Hanukkah. Uh, we're going to be choosing our Christmas movie very, very soon. Probably once after Black Friday is completed and I figure out what we have it or not uh, seen or bought. Okay. In the middle of that, it's going to be the movie that I get to nominate today. I had two movies I was going to nominate uh, instead of these two because uh, one of the other movie podcasts that I watch. They always do things kind of like on anniversaries, uh, whether, you know, round anniversaries. And they've been doing a lot of 1993 movies. And so there was one in particular that I wanted to watch, mm. and there's another one that I really, really wanted to watch. And one of those two movies, they literally did on like their last episode. Of course they did. And I was like, well, I don't want to like duplicate that, so I might just watch that on Netflix just for my own personal enjoyment. Um, so I was like, what other movies from 1993 can I put together that uh, are kind of themed? And kind of talk about for a 30th anniversary. So I picked two movies uh, that are kind of notorious big action movies from the two preeminent people of their time. Oh boy. Uh, that I have not seen in quite some time. One of which I have always dug despite its reputation. The other of which... I have not liked Despite His Reputation. Oh, no. So the two movies I'm nominating are Demolition Man. Oh, okay. And Last Action Hero. It's going to be Demolition Man. I know. All day. That's the one I don't fucking like. You don't like Demolition Man? I've only really seen it once or twice. Oh, my God. I love Demolition Man. I know. Everybody does. And it's just, I I hopefully. Harley and I love that movie. I hopefully get it this time. Uh, oh, man. But it's never been for me. Last Action Hero, I fuck with all day long. Uh, I've never seen it, so... Yeah, I knew you were going to pick Demolition Man. and I. The other two movies I was referring to were In the Line of Fire. No, I would not have picked that. And The Fugitive, which I figured you would have picked The Fugitive, which is fine. Yeah, but we would have had to watch it with Jillian. Fine, I'm fine. <laughs> um, I would say it's an inside joke. No, I, w- I was watching The Fugitive one day. I wanted to do something else. Forgot I had left it on. She just sat down and started watching the goddamn thing. She was real into it. Yeah, she was into it. Uh, Who's not into into Harrison Ford? And Tommy Lee Jones. And Tommy Lee Jones. And one-armed men. Uh, Demolition Man will be coming down the pike in probably about two or three weeks' time. Hip, hip, for fucking right. Uh, Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Merry Movies. We encourage you, as always, go to arcadeaudio.net for this podcast and the others in our network of shows. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you're going to patreon.com slash arcadeaudio for the bonus content that should be coming out soon. Facebook.com slash MarriedWithMovies at MarriedWMovies on Twitter. MarriedWMovies at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of the show. 
for me at your host malt 38 on instagram for you at jam with your sam uh and if you want to uh read old wrestling blogs arcadeo.net slash pod blog um i think that is it i think so very good nice job sure Thank you. No, thank you. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I okay. Yeah, I, I, be, be nice. I was giving you a, a compliment. I, I You're was a fucking trying asshole. To, You're a fucking asshole. I was trying, trying to, to exaggerate shit. that I was not giving you the compliment back. Mm-hmm. So thank you. Mm-hmm. I know. When's the last time you gave me a compliment? Huh? Exactly. For Mullet. This is Mullet. Signing out for this week's episode of Married to Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the movies. When I said I do. Well, that wasn't a compliment. It was. Because that was a curse. You have done enough. Life sentence. You have done enough to earn me. Oh, please. You could get the fuck out at any time. <laughs> oh, I know. Please do. No. No one? Not, no. No yeah, I'm comfortable. Okay. No. I just want to beat you up in Smash Brothers some more. Thank God you don't edit this. You would just cut it on a beat you up. Yeah, no, I'm going to. I'm going to edit it. You couldn't edit this if I fucking were your hands. What? I don't know. <laughs>